0: And welcome back to another edition. Just like old times, guys, we're back. It's 30 Rack of Sports. Once again, Ohio's sports and beer podcast. You know, there were some haters out there that said we wouldn't be back. We couldn't be back. Maybe some that said we shouldn't be back. But we're back anyways. For better, for worse. I mean, definitely for better. Because... Where are you going to get your beer news, your sports news, your Ohio news, anywhere else but here? Isn't that right, Zach? A lot of places, but yeah, all in one place. Zach, back on the opinions. It's short and sweet today. Of course, on the ones and twos. I'm keeping it late today, okay, yeah. guys? No big intros. We've got a lot I'm to hurt. talk about. Josh on the ones and twos. Yo, Josh. What's up? Excited to be back? Or really just kind of disappointed that we're back taking over a room in your house? There's a surfer Dave over here.
1: Surfer Dave. (laughs)
0: What's up, guys?
1: Dave's not here, man. (laughs) No, it's great. I mean, didn't we always say we would uh, be doing uh, the podcast here like three or four years ago when we originated this idea? Yeah. we took the long route here, but we are here, and we're ready to drink some beer. I will say with gas
2: prices, totally fine not driving to Sharonville.
1: No
0: offense.
2: Yeah, no, that's I, fair. I can't handle
0: that. Well, now that I work... You're the engineer. You, you got the big money. You well, afford th- it. Now that I work around here, it's a 10-minute drive for oh, me anyways. I forgot. So, yeah, there you go. You know, now, now it's, everything's kind of falling into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West side. Mm-hmm. Best side. Ooh, ooh. Some, Some may say. say. Guys, it's been uh, several months. I don't, uh, h- I don't know how many months, but several months. What? Since uh, March Madness, I guess. So, yeah, like, I think, yeah.
2: Josh, how long did it take you to find yourself? This you is know, all for
1: you. you so, know, I mean, how I, long I, did it take I, you? I still am not sure that I have. <laughs> you know, um, maybe after a few, few verses months. of Drops yeah. in Jupiter, I'll I'll,
0: I'll know. Ooh. Guys, in these three months, a lot, a lot has happened. In Cincinnati, in Cleveland, in Columbus, things are moving in the state of. In Akron, Toledo, in Portsmouth, Barberton, in the in world, Zanesville, Zinia. I think we're going to get into like
2: what, a little bit of Ukraine war, January 6th. Uh, we're recording the January Ooh, 6th hearing, wow. so we'll get a little bit of that.
0: We're Maybe here that, for, that, see, that's, Oh, that's the other one I yeah,
2: do. Another podcast. Mind.
1: <laughs> we're here for serious stuff like Tommy Pham and Mike Trout and that whole fantasy league. And ah, what a whatever, great fantasy. Whatever, whatever that story that. is.
0: Whole lot to talk about. Whole lot to talk about from this. Uh, Let's say interesting year in the MLB from an Ohio uh, perspective. Of course, the first year of the Guardians. The Gods. The Guardians. Um, the Reds had a little bit of a slow start, uh, some may say. Some people were were kind of sad that, you know, you didn't get to see, like, the slowly slipping into darkness of Zach or of uh, Josh during that, what, 3-22 and 22 <laughs> yeah. start? Wildly yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Thankfully, we, we just went
1: through something similar, like, two years ago, so... Knew, we knew how to beard. handle it Yeah, he
0: got the heroin on the side so he's good. <laughs> whoa so guys any anything big from the last three months in the state I will say one of the big things just recently confirmed that it will be in 2023 the Cincinnati oh. Bearcats joining the Big 12 yeah. in 2023 18 mil baby 18 yeah. mil with,
2: with AAC is flush with cash
0: baby um, <laughs> what are they gonna do <coughs> go to vegas ucf houston and cincinnati will be joining the big 12 from the aac also joining byu from independence and i guess also the west coast conference yeah uh in joining the big 12 Uh may get a year of oklahoma and texas yeah uh, it probably looks like that I think. Yeah. So I yeah, that's that, pretty it, set in stone cuz of those TV contract deals. Yeah. Cuz I believe the original thing was 2025 for them. I'm guessing they'll get out the year early. Right, so. but they'll definitely have that year. So that's you know, fun to go see two middling programs who think they deserve to be there, and don't. So so some some big times there. We'll talk a little bit more uh Bearcats and maybe some Buckeyes. Guys on the recruiting trail 2023 starting out hot. Way hot. Hottest, I mean, both of them. Top five, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, both top five. Top five recruiting. I mean... Uh, cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. Cream, cream of, of the crop. crop. Hey, it's good. It's good for Ohio football. I mean, there's there's plenty of recruits to
2: go around for both of them.
0: Plenty of talent. Uh, not many spots in the college football playoffs. Still deciding <laughs> to stay at four. Yeah, we could talk about that a little bit all night.
2: No, they... they, they
1: well, I'll tell you what. They get you ready for it. They get you ready for it. Another, like, thing, yeah, another it. thing that'll be here come 2023, and that includes college football <laughs> playoff, is uh, those will be some of the first uh, games you can legally bet on mm-hmm. in Ohio. That's true. Uh, the first of those games uh, being one of the premier NFL games of the season, I hope. Uh, I think that'll be the Week 16 Bengals-Bills mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. Is, um, that, yeah. is that on New Year's Day? I believe so.
0: Okay. Because uh It's that week. Okay, yeah. So uh January first, twenty twenty three is now the uh the start date for sports betting in the state of Ohio. Recently passed, uh some of us maybe more hopeful folks. We're hoping, you know, August or so so you could get the whole college football yeah. NFL season.
2: Legalize that but they won't legalize weed. Can we can we talk about that for a minute?
0: Once again, your other <laughs> podcast. Your other, other Eureka podcast. madness. You know what we can talk about? Maybe instead of weed, this wonderful beer that we're enjoying today. Yeah. Uh, guys, our beer of the week.
1: Oh, yeah. The beer of the week.
0: Oh. The beer of the week. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, have them do that. That's great.
1: Have them do that. That is great.
0: Uh, our beer of the week comes from... <laughs> Not Big 12 country, not Big 10 country, but Mac country. The best of the countries. In Kent, Ohio, it is uh, Madcap Brewing in Kent, Ohio, their Bullet IPA. Uh, It's an American IPA. uh, Clocks in at about 7.5% ABV and 80 per their can, 80 IB dudes. Which I'm guessing is IBUs,
1: IBU dudes.
0: It does say that on the can. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get yeah, to reading the uh, can there's, later. There's a lot of
1: stuff on the can that there's I'm
0: curious about. A whole lot on the can, but uh, jo- Josh, I know you brought this beer. Did you find it? Did you head up to Kent? Was it was it an in Kent? Was it just uh, an around Kent? Yeah, this is a uh, this is in Kent or more around Kent. Uh, it, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait! Tell us. You know, in comparison to another city, where where's Kent located on the map? Was that north or south of Stubenville?
1: Well, Outside of Steubenville. T- Steubenville <laughs> it, it's it's around that general vicinity, yeah. depending on how how you measure a vicinity. But uh for example, uh Madcap is uh you'll find it if you go to our Instagram page at Thirty Rack of Sports, you'll find it on our highlight reel of the Cuyahoga beer trail. Huh? That kind of stretches on Route 8 through there. However, Madcap is not on the uh, Summit County beer passport thing, but the rest of those beers are because it is right there on the border outside of ah. Summit County. So if you're asking, Zachary, uh, <laughs> that's my approximation of where it is relative to elsewhere. Okay. Uh, it
0: is in... Interesting. It is in an old '40s machine shop, so you still got some of the uh, the old equipment in there. Yeah, just looking at some pictures, it looks it kind of has that you know rustic industrial feel Mm -hmm. to it. Um, Some interesting beers. It looked like I mean, just starting off with this uh, IPA, the Bullet IPA. I mean, it's your standard IPA. It's got a good hop to it. Yeah.
1: Um, that's what I like about it. It's just got a really fantastic taste to it. It doesn't, doesn't compromise. And that's what a lot of their beers are. Kinda uh heavy hitters on both flavor. And then this one uh clocking it at yeah, seven point five uh ABV. Um It's almost got a little haze to it. Yeah, it is a little hazier. Yeah. But uh there's something we'll have to we'll have to get into it on the can because it talks about the uh types of hops used. Mm-hmm. Um and there's been a different there's been a couple different variations on this beer now. But talking about the tap room, awesome place if you're into, like, the old arcade, kind of that old industrial feel. Uh, they got the ski ball, all sorts of stuff in there. It's a great place to hang out if you're in the Kent area.
0: Yeah, Bullet, a little bit one of their more normal names. Uh, you get Dropping Anchor, uh, you get Adios Bad Ombre, and Ombre. Uh, you get UGG, Fruited Beer. Ooh. So... uh Certainly Death Save, a whole lot of uh, interesting brews.
1: Great artwork, too, as we'll get into. Oh, yeah, to, some but
0: great, great yeah, artwork. Yeah,
1: great beer, really chill tap room, awesome artwork, great place if you're up in that area, um, or getting your fine education in the Mid-American Conference School, Kent State University.
0: know what they say, can't read, can't write, Kent State. <laughs> Hopefully they have pictures in the tap room. So guys, if our if our wonderful listeners can't tell, we got some some of our old tunes back, our old uh, old vibes back, and uh, shows now going to be a little bit more more loosey goosey, not quite as segmented. We have a few big topics to uh, talk about. Um, the first off being, I would say the the fantasy dispute, the fantasy football dispute that swept the nation. Um, May, late May, uh, the Giants are in town. The Giants, yes. Giants and their new slugger, Jock Peterson, are in town. Slugger in quotation marks. Eh, he won, Didn't eh. he win a World Series last year? I don't know. What well, does it doesn't make
1: you a slugger? And that's what a lot of people actually thought it was originally about. Is because Jock Peterson was the one who lost to Todd Frazier in the home run Derby right. when it was in Cincinnati. So a lot of people were like, oh, he went and like talked some shit about that. Like and, but I was like, I shit. was like, that was that was years like ago. He gives, yeah, it yeah, was
0: forever ago. Yeah. So uh Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham and several other MLB players, as we'll get to, were in a fantasy football league. And uh, I believe Tommy Fam didn't enjoy some of the roster movement that Jock Peterson was making, like stashing some. It, it they put it as stashing some guys on injured reserve. I don't I don't know exactly how that works. It sounds like a very in depth league, but by the way,
1: yeah. it's I, not
2: just your basic.
1: If I understand, you know there are some leagues that you know if you have will let you like if you got a player in the bye week or something, yeah, we'll let you kind of like hide them off on the aisle and uh, give you like an extra extra spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or sometimes with taxi squads, it works that way, too. But there's supposed to be a limit. And I think he was saying he was stashing beyond that limit.
0: Ah, okay. And then, um, also, Mr. Peterson, uh, put a... The defendant. Uh, put a gif in the fantasy football group chat. Now, Tommy Pham was a member of the San Diego Padres, uh, last year, who famously kind of, uh limped across the finish line, falling out of playoff contention. I mean, they were like top two or three in the National League and then kind of, you know, a lot of pitching injuries and whatnot. Uh, Posted a GIF basically of um, three weightlifters, all animated, by the way, three weightlifters throwing up dumbbells with, uh, I believe it was the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres. And then the Padres guy, the barbell, instead of going behind him, just goes right back up and then hits him in the head and knocks him out. So Tommy Pham took uh, some extreme, uh, you know, he, he took it personally.
1: I've heard some people describe it as um, butt hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah, butt hurt. So uh, he turned uh, all of his butt hurt into his open hand, where he gave a uh, one Jock Peterson an open hand slap, which started a, a, a slight kerfuffle between the two teams. This was like... Uh, what, a couple hours before the game, kind of, you know, early yeah. batting practice, you know, both teams are kind of out and on the field working out a little bit. The only video you can see of it is just like, I'm guessing a camera that was just kind of on, basically all the way from the Reds' dugout. <laughs> and you just look out and you kind of see, like, Yeah moving people. appendages, and then people get very in their faces. I don't get the whole big deal. I mean, they're
2: obviously friendly, right? Yeah. I mean, you're in a... Fantasy league together. Well I mean, if one you, I would smack you guys all the time. I don't give a shit well the one thing
0: that, that really confuses me here, I
1: don't understand the big deal about it. I remember reading about it and I was like Keep in mind, keep in mind who you're speaking to here. Like in and the various rules of different fantasy football leagues. Yeah. Greg and I here once sack raced each other to tie break.
2: That was my rule.
1: I understand. So <laughs> Understand who you're
2: talking to. I know. I'm just saying. That was a good... Uh, first of all, that was a good tie rule. First of all, sack racing is the greatest. Um, it's I don't strength. I don't understand. Like, it was a big blow-up. Like I didn't obviously see when it happened. Then you read the next day. everybody's was like, oh, Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson. I was like, what, he ran out in the outfield and smacked the shit. I mean, it was like, no, it was for the game. They played fantasy football together. And I was like, who gives
0: a shit? Why was this a big deal? Well, what The one thing that... Uh, I- what am I missing, kind of brings it in is, uh, You know, Tommy Pham was talking about you don't mess with a guy's money. And he said, you know, obviously... Don't and, be a Phil Mickelson and be well, throwing 50 grand down on it. Uh, <laughs> you know, MLB players probably play for more money. But the one thing that I think he failed to realize was given his... Um, I don't remember the exact number. I think it's eight or eight and a half million. But calculating it over an 162-game season and the three games he got suspended... Mm-hmm. He was costing himself roughly 111k, so 111 thousand dollars. And I'm guessing that's not the buy-in because the commissioner <laughs> of the league is Mike Trout. And I understand Mike yeah. Trout's like a 300 million dollar man, but you, I don't see Mike Trout. I I would see Mike Trout being in a, uh, being in a fantasy league for like what amounts to a crisp twenty dollar bill to him. Like maybe maybe five grand. Maybe <laughs> I was maybe gonna say grand, I'd be like he but, doesn't want to gamble. We're not gonna play for money, fellas. But uh, maybe people talked to It was a tattoo grand.
2: league.
1: Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. maybe it was just, I mean, it did, like, clear what was, what was the benches at that point. Like, people did come running and over and everything. Because from my understanding, he went up there kind of, like, just walked up there Will Smith style. And I think because it happened after the Will Smith thing, you know, culturally unacceptable anymore. Well, the other thing. I think it's is- always been culturally <laughs> unacceptable to walk up and smack someone in the face. I don't know.
0: Well, yeah. I we'll mean, find it, out. If you're a Giants player and you see someone slap your teammate, like, you're going to run up to defend them. And then if you see a kerfuffle and you're a Reds player, you got to be like, I don't know what happened, but i got to defend my dude.
2: First of all, aren't you more embarrassed if you're Tommy Pham that. If you're going to do that, you might as well punch the guy in the face. There's nothing worse than Tommy Pham slaps Jock P. Like, slap. Come on. That's the other thing. That's, like- that's very, like. NBA style. You know, NBA fight they, they smack each open other in palm. the face. Open. Palm, Everything's open palm and they do and this basketball real yeah. thing. Also if you're gonna throw get throw a haymaker.
0: If you're gonna get three games and like <laughs> thousand I mean. dollars, yeah, make, make it make it worth it. Make it worth it.
2: So this has got like four paragraphs. You don't want me to read the whole four paragraphs? It's got all sorts of stuff you on You can there. read
0: the one that's not about the artist. I think there's just like... Yeah, that. Yeah, up this to yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Born to lose, but never learned how to quit. Bullet originally had green bullet hops in it, but due to blah, 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 we now use mostly blah, blah, blah other stuff goes here. Thank you for giving us knuckleheads a
0: shot. Cheers! By the way, that that actually wasn't Zach skipping over the hard words. That, that's actually <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that what, it, what it, says. it says. Uh,
2: I mean, I don't... <laughs> I hate, you know me, I hate knocking breweries. Uh, I, I don't know how to feel about this, though. It just almost feels like you shouldn't have put anything on there because I don't feel like they gave. Oh, it goes on. I mean, there's all sorts no, of. No, but that's like the artist.
0: Yeah. yeah. Legend
2: yeah. of few, but a hero to most. Michael likes to take sexy walks on the yacht while sipping on a cool one. If you ever see this wild stallion, make sure you give him a tender embrace and butterfly kisses. Michael. Mansfield. i don't know what that one was better i like that one i don't know what
0: half of that means the one thing I that i either that i do love is you you take a look at it you get the bullet you get that superhero it looks like Hop man because he's got the hop it's yeah. like that uh man. whatever the whatever the new like show it's you know it's got like the dad looking
1: guy he with does the, i mean it's the, a great looking, looking mustache cane. bro it's that's, that's john krasinski guy. Oh, yeah,
0: when he does Jack Ryan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The other yeah, thing that's... he's just hot, man.
0: The other thing that's cool is it's... Josh like, always
1: satisfies himself with that.
0: It's got that, like, gas station sticker on the side that yeah, says 25 at that. Yeah, cents. Yeah, I saw I, at that. First I I was, thought was the, very uh, confused.
2: I thought that was, like, yeah, one of those stickers that Josh bought it from some broken down gas station. That's what I mean. It Where says... Still Mad... use the little clicker thing that you... Yeah.
0: Madcap 25 yeah. cents, and I was very confused. Also, the Madcap logo up in the corner... It's like the
1: skull. I like yeah, that's that. different. I like that. I've never seen that logo before. I like the
2: can. Um and I you know guy, you you know, I'm generally nice. I don't like to throw shade. I I'm not a fan of the the paragraph description. Well, and maybe I- I'm missing something and they hopefully maybe they'll tweet at us and be like, You're missing
0: this is the yeah, they seem to, like, you look at uh, Brood and Can by Madcap Brewing, plus other social media stuff, plus fart noise. But I just mean the blah, 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 maybe weirdo. there's something
2: there I'm missing. I don't know. I was...
1: Oh, yeah. They I don't want to even... give away okay. their secrets. Okay, yeah, I didn't even see that all, all on the side here. That's party on, dudes. Have a cool one. Well, then it says on the front you've got the description of the guy, the superhuman kung fu, f... kung... Kung kung fu lighting vigilante with supersonic beer-drinking powers and a mustache that could tame a wild cougar. Kung I Fu love that. Lightning. That's hilarious. Kung Fu Lightning. Thank you, Greg. So, uh, baseball.
0: Guys. That's baseball, baby. Baseball. Baseball. What were, like, what, 60 games in? So, I don't know. For some teams. About about a third of the way or so into the season. Uh, you know, you can say this early in the season. Pretty much every team's still in it. Maybe not quite the case. What? What's the old saying? You can't play your way into the playoffs in April, but you can play your way out of the playoffs in April. Yep. And uh, that really happens when you start 3-22. and 22. Now, the Reds have gotten uh, uh, hot. Hot recently, <laughs> lukewarm, <laughs> and are turned the stove on. What about eighteen and eighteen? Said playing 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 some smoking hot five hundred ball since then. Now sitting only uh, eighteen games under five hundred. <laughs> um, Josh, Greg, <laughs> Greg, the the Cincinnati Reds. I I mean I sit. You know, sometimes during lunch I'll, I'll turn on the old the old local radio jams and they keep on like asking what what do we talk about with the Reds? <laughs> like <laughs> do we look forward to the future? Do we break What's down do, do we break down uh David Bell's decision to bring on uh, Who uh TJ Friedel as a as a pinch hitter in the 7th? Do we have him like
1: Bro, TJ Friedel's been leading off uh, for some reason, <laughs> do we have
0: him talking about uh, bringing in, I don't know, whoever out of the bullpen? Not uh, not Diaz's brother. Uh, any of the other guys that like Raymar R- San Martin? Raymar San Martin. Yeah, letting, trotting out Remar San Martin every or, fifth day. Oh, Greg,
1: Greg, I'm pretty his, sure like, I still owe you his uniform.
0: Hollywood, Hollywood's
1: been slinging it this season. Hollywood has been, well, I said,
0: I said last year, if he had like under what, like a three ERA, (laughs) I would get get his jersey. I'm I'm pretty sure we just missed that, actually. How's he, how's he doing this year?
1: Uh, You know, he's, he's, he's done decent this year as far as Reds metrics go, but he's also had some of those, um,
2: how about league average?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, below, below league average appearances as well. Uh yeah I don't know it's getting uh better. Remar
0: San Martín's uh well Jeff Hoffman right at that three ERA right yeah, now yeah you know Remar San Martín just under that fourteen yeah. ERA uh now Josh we didn't we didn't get a chance to uh <sighs> to listen to you descend into darkness in April
2: I'm so pissed uh
0: late late April comes around barely you know, saw last, you in April last week in April. The Reds lose yet again to fall to 3 and 22. I believe that was what the first game against the Cardinals or something. At that point, are you thinking is this going to be the worst team in the modern era? Yes. Are you thinking I don't care about baseball anymore? Are you thinking maybe this will be fun? Maybe we'll get to watch like Hollywood Hoffman pitch like 300 innings this year. What what were your thoughts at that point?
1: Man, I thought we were maybe going to see Hollywood Hoffman start. No, uh I I I did legitimately think there, there was one week where I legitimately thought that about right now, about early mid June, would be when they got their fifth win or something Jesus. like that. I mean, it was, I mean, for a minute there, it was dark, man. And uh, my descent into darkness, I think, was.
0: I mean, after those first 25 games, they were on pace for like that eight, 19 yeah. to 20 wins. <laughs> Over in 162-game season.
1: People were doing stories on whether they'd get to 127 losses.
0: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that was, like, two weeks after when they were, like, playing 500 ball for a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, my descent into darkness was when I got home opening day. I'd gone the whole day without hearing Phil Castellini's comments. When I heard that, and I heard that he had made those comments on opening day, oh, my God, I was furious. Uh, I was furious. So, so I have
0: to ask, you know, as – as a, you know, as someone that that follows Cincinnati sports, as as both Zach and I do, from from, from slight distance, from <laughs> some slight distance, um, Good for you, you know, i I've had, I feel like I've I've had my my issues at times with with some Cincinnati sports fans being a little bit, a little bit on the fair weathery side, and you'll get yeah. that in every city, but you know, after those comments, you seem to have a lot more people that are like. I am not giving my money to this place. And You've seen it, you know. Attendance there have been s- several games under ten thousand, and it's not just like your your Wednesday hey, matinee. Hey, game. at least you're not the Oakland A's. Yeah, we had not. a double header attendance of five thousand people. Yeah, so but there were not five thousand people in those stands. I mean, you look at you look at all that that's happened. I, I guess where were you at? Were you were you re- willing to? or were you ready to like just? stop being a reds fan were you just like i don't want to give these people my money were you like this sucks but i'm a reds fan like where where were you uh
1: i i was more in the i mean you know like i am not one of those fair weather fans you know i'm a diehard reds fan and i will always root for the reds what upset me is that that these i've seen people, you pirate stuff <laughs> you know it <laughs> big buckos guys <laughs>
0: That might even be worse.
2: Hey, they're in third place, so
1: yeah, and and that's what kind of what I uh, I looked into. uh, What's their owner, Uh, Bob Bob Nutting? Is that his name? Something like that. Uh, He took over about the same time that the Castellinis took over of the Reds, and they both put out letters to fans. Bob Nutting's letter was basically, "We will stay within our organization." we will promote within our organization we will the whole thing you're hearing now from the reds is that we will stay within our resources we will align to our resources and we will stay right here and we will change nothing he just came out and said that straight up as soon as he took over so at least Honesty. he was at least yeah. he was honest yeah, yeah. the reds at that time period put out a letter the castellinis put out a letter that basically stated they will bring championships to Cincinnati. They will... The the, the specific one that pe- gets under people's skin is they will not rest until the fans are happy. And that's, I think, the one that gets under people's skin because they seem to have just, like, forgotten. And sure, they make a, a lot... They do a lot in the community and everything, sure. But as far as your main business... Right. It seems... Like you're doing a terrible job. They're (laughs) rudderless.
2: They're rudderless. They're rudderless. As an Indians fan, uh, and you made the argument, maybe probably them in Milwaukee. You talk market size and like fan excitement. Yeah. Because I think Cincinnati is a small market, but it's like a baseball town. St. Louis. like Compared to Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. You think about that, and it's just as an Indians, as a Guardians fan watching this, you know, people complain about the Dolans, rightfully so, in a lot of ways, but like, they do less, you know. They do more with less. I've seen the they. They generally are a class acting organization. They find ways to develop, make savvy trades, you know, sign guys to low level deals, and it's just, you know, when the Reds it says, "Well, we don't have the money." You, know, you don't need a hundred million dollars. You see Tampa Bay do that, so that's why it just cracks me up when I see. Some, they're rudderless. They well, don't. I, they don't have well, a great farm system. They're not. They, well, they 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 spent a bunch of money a couple years ago on a guy like Mustakis who is several years past the where new he guy was. for
1: Jake Sweeney Automotive. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know what I mean? They spent money on these guys, these old guys, a couple old guys who, I mean, they got a few years left, but you know what I'm saying? They're done. Case in point, though. And then they're like, well, that didn't work out, obviously, like everybody knew. And so, we're I mean, have case w- in
1: point, and then I'll let Greg get to his point. But, I mean, I'm talking to you guys, a Guardians fan and a Cubs fan. We could all rightfully complain about the shitty owners here. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We all have... We could go on yeah. for hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but to your point, and and to uh, with Gregs and the Cubs as well, you find ways to stay within those resources and still put a you know a compelling model on the field and everything. Exactly. But what I get stuck on is when you go out and you, you let a guy like Wade Miley walk, who's now with the Chicago Cubs. Um you get
0: <laughs> Well, he's been on the Chicago Cubs injured list. He hasn't really sh- been yeah, on the right. Chicago you're Cubs right. aside and, of like two stars. And
1: and that's that's another, you know, counter argument to this, but you let him go because he was owed 10 million on his option and everything. Then you go out and you get a guy like Mike Miner who has spent all this time on the Reds injured list and mm-hmm. was garbage when he came back uh just recently for 10 million. Yeah. So you just you let a left-handed guy who threw a no-hitter for you the previous season walk for 10 million and get this guy who was injured and just now pitched and was bad for 10 million. So it's those kind of moves when you're like, yeah, you could stay within your resources and you could be like staying afloat playing 500 ball sort I of mean, in the division got race. To the, like World the Guardians Series are. with exactly. like a $70 That's million payroll, you can exactly. do it.
2: Here's what I'll give credit. People Guardians fans want to knock. Sorry, Guardians fans want to knock the Dolans. Rightfully so, they frustrate the crap out of me because they similarly, when they bought the team in 01, first thing they said was, "We're going to bring a World Series, and then we can to bring a World Series back." Which my dad always said, "Biggest mistake any owner in Cleveland could ever make." But the point is, they always have had a plan. I'll give them that. They have a plan. They always put a competitive product on the field. They got to within a rain delay. Oh boy. Of winning the world. Uh, it still kills. But you know what I'm saying? They've been there, they 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 can see, do it. And that's exactly But you don't see that from the red. That's exactly at all. No. what... If they spend one year, the next year they're that, th-
0: that's shredding. exactly what I want to say. Is the one thing that you will say, and it, it's frustrating about the Guardians, mm-hmm. but at least it's hey, they're not you know they'll maybe, you know, maybe ten million here, ten million, you know, little blips. Yeah. And they'll they'll maybe make some shrewd moves at the deadline. But You know, if you're going for a World Series and you're close, you know, you saw like the Cubs that year. They kind of threw their whole, you know, uh, you know, they kind of threw their whole um, minor league system out the window to try to go win. You know, Glaber Torres and whatnot. But that was to win. And I think the problem that you have with the Reds is they do this thing where they kind of overspend and kind of throw some guys. You know, they threw uh, Taylor Trammell. who would be a great addition to their outfield right now. To kind of compete for a year, and then what happens is there's these big spikes, and now you're basically fielding a four A team, and you have basically all of these like four A guys that you have to put in the major leagues, and you have these two A guys. I mean, the Louisville Bats are uh, I think the worst team in the International League, and you're trying to be like, well, we have these great prospects. Well, you have these great prospects. Dayton right now. Yeah. So you're looking at three, Ye- four years. And that's two, what I think yeah, is yeah.
1: wild about... Uh, I think that shows exactly what you're talking about, Greg. Is when what happens at, when
0: it's all these peaks yeah, and high
1: valleys. You look at the Reds' farm system right now, and you have high A ball, the Dayton Dragons. I've been dying to get up there and hit like molar Brew Bar and all of that. i bet been up they there, got that yeah. new, They got that new spot right outside of the stadium. Right. Um, but the, they, they sport the best record in all of minor leagues. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's current as of this week and has been fluctuating the past few weeks, actually. But then you look at AAA to the Louisville Bats, and they have pretty much from the start been terrible.
0: Right. Yeah, and I mean, you look at you know half their team has cycled through the Reds because it you know it's whether you're going to put um, Matt Reynolds or TJ yeah. Friedel out there. You know, it's it's one of those things where if you go f- one, if you go for it to that point. You, You gotta have a solid end in mind. You don't want to have a three-game wild card series after going five hundred, and then, you know, in those small market teams, you you gotta. I mean, I mean, you you gotta 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 look at for 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 the Cubs, a big jump even costs them a couple years afterwards. So sometimes you gotta plan, and you can't make those huge jumps. You know, the Yankees can make huge jumps because they have the money. They have the money, and there's like like, four teams who can outspend mistakes. Right. Yeah. That's it. I mean, the Dodgers, what the Dodgers... And the Cubs generally would be well, traditionally they, they one of them. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, they
2: could. That's my point. But you, yeah, you look at, like, the... The Do- Cubs aren't a fair comparison because if their ownership would ever grow a pair,
0: yeah. they could go spend with but the big boys. The, uh, you look at, like, the Dodgers a couple years ago where they had as much in basically deferred... Guys that weren't on the team anymore, deferred salaries... Oh, yeah. As like half the league. Like they would yeah all their guys yeah. that were no longer on their team would be like a mid level it was like a hundred and ten million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can't do that. And well, you know, you if you s- if you make these jumps, you gotta go for it. You can't sign Mike Musakis and have him sit on the bench. And then the other thing is, you know, you look at some of these. No, you I mean can, I, I well, well you, you,
2: you you can sit him on the bench, which you should yeah. be doing. You you shouldn't have signed. I remember when they signed him to that deal, I was like Moose from like seven years ago or now? Like, I mean, that was a guy who had a short peak. You saw it. I mean, as, he was a royal, so I saw him a lot as a guardian or Indians fan at the time. Short peak. He was really good for like a couple years, and that was about it. One I of my think.
1: least favorite things, quick side note, one of my least favorite things about the video game, the show, mm. is that whenever Mike Moustakis comes to the plate, they describe him as World Series hero, Mike Moustakis. Oh, and God. I was just like, this is the in show Kansas 20 it's the show 21 that was years ago yeah, man yeah, like yeah. come seven, on yeah but i think to get to, with your point on planning and everything is that you're seeing the downside of that now especially with the tyler stevenson injury right you don't have i mean you've got some okay catchers waiting in right. the wings the garcia guy is not bad the kowalski guy played on team usa for the olympics and everything not bad but they're not ready no yeah. and that's why you see these yeah, such a great high a team yeah and then such a terrible triple a team the other night though i mean they were world beaters because there's so many injured guys <laughs> i mean they were starting basically a major league ball club down there in louisville the other night they Just needed so many guys yeah, on rehab they need so, a reset the
0: Castles. and I, mean, I
1: don't
2: know what the day-to-day looks like for me when yeah, yeah, i listen to some of those talk radio locally read some stuff to me, I don't I can't make it out whether it's the Castellinas that are meddling or whether you gotta get a new front office involved. But Both. you know, you need to have a you need to have a like I said, with the Guardians, it's, there's a clear plan. They're they're very upfront. They tell the fans. I mean, last year they told the fans, Hey, we don't got the money. You know, yeah. I mean Anthony's right. always very upfront. And he said this year coming in, why didn't we sign a bunch of guys? Because we got all these guys in trip they're they're ready.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've seen right. it. They've been
2: cycling yeah. guys up, and all these guys are jumping out.
1: Well, yeah, it's a transition so, quick, quickly to the Guardians. But they well, yeah. like well, the was going to say-, say
2: they re- they they developed a system like the Cardinals did for a long time. Is their whole system is we don't rebuild, we reload. We always have
0: a group of guys ready to come up. And before we but that get, takes a long time. Before we get to the Guardians, real quick, I, I I just I wanted to get one last thing with the Reds, where they are right now: eighteen games under five hundred. We got a scorecard? Where are, you are doing, your man? thoughts? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, um, what are your thoughts? I mean, like, where where is your mind at for the rest of the season? Are you are you kind of checked out? Are you looking? I mean, Hunter Green has been up and down. There have been a couple of, you know, Ashcraft has He's been good. He's rooting for the Orioles, man. Uh, you know, obviously, Stevenson, are they going to keep him? At ca- like, where are your thoughts at with the Reds? Is it just like, who cares? Season's over. Is it, hey... Do we have any bases of the franchise for the next four years? I mean, yeah. wh- wh- Where's your thoughts at
1: before we before we shift to uh, the over five hundred Guardians? Well, first off, I'm no longer an Orioles fan. My cousin got traded yeah. to the Marlins and has actually been uh, had some closing appearances lately. So big Whoa. fish guy right now. Uh, but as far as where I'm at with the Reds, you know, I'm still I'm still pretty excited because you got to look at the injury list right now. I mean, when you talk about Face of the franchise going forward Jonathan India Tyler Stevenson both out right now uh, you've got you know rookie pitchers that you were excited to see this year Nicola dolo still hasn't been up Hunter Green's been there it's been up and down it showed you know it's typical been very high and low and yeah. yeah that's typical and again gets back to the point of not having a backup plan there for when guys get hurt you know Mike Minor, who they acquired in the offseason just made his first appearance of the season didn't go that well um <laughs> vladimir gutierrez who was great a rookie last year who was actually really great super excited to see him back but keeps having setbacks and everything
0: yeah so and think, was kind of up and down even when he was i mean yeah got off know,
1: to a good start last, but.
0: last year he was you know like a three era pitcher and then for a while he was like a 70 A I i yeah. mean he was up there with uh with your boy san martin for a little while right
1: But, you know, looked good spring training, but, yeah, has had setbacks with injuries and everything. So I think you just look at they have – they actually do have a decent – a small group, but a small group of decent talent. They're just all hurt right now. And I think, you know, having so many injuries, which is something that happens in sports, not having a plan for that, not having any plan going forward – you just really like Greg you kept saying like a loop in these spikes and everything it's just going to keep happening
0: so so going from that to the other
1: side uh you know
0: kind of a team that's waiting for that youth movement to happen to a team that i would say it, it kind of has that youth movement oh happening God, you yeah. look at you know uh statistics wins above average at a position and uh right now out of the Nine position you know, eight fielding positions on a baseball team. Five of your eight position players are, you know, above average. You have, you know, second base, you got Andres Jimenez, who's been great. God, uh yeah. God, you yeah. know, the one the one star to start the first week of the season, <laughs> Stephen Kwan, Kwan out in left field. I mean, Miles Straw, who's kind of an underrated trade late last mm-hmm. year. Uh Oscar Mercado, who's kind of a guy that's been Weirdly up and down, but you have yeah. some of the, I mean, Owen Miller has been, you know, he's played a couple of different of,
2: than last year when he got yeah, a couple of different. Definitely.
0: So, I mean, where are your thoughts with this team? Obviously a team that's been very up and down, you know, right now, two games over 500, yeah. just three games back of the twins with, uh, thankfully Tony Larusa basically managing the White Sox God. into the ground. Oh, my goodness. We could have a whole show on that shit show, oh, but, uh, okay. but I yeah, love it. But <laughs> but uh, where, where are your thoughts with these young guys right now? I mean, how excited uh, are you? And uh, I I'm mean... wildly excited, and not not, not, not not so much for this year, let's be real.
2: I mean, if they can make it into the wild, I think they could,
0: potentially. You Especially should... with an extra wild card. Right,
2: with the extra wild card you would expect. And, you know, anytime you have a young team like this, you expect second half. They'll play better. And actually, the second half schedule stacks up really well. They do not, besides in-division, they do not really play a lot of good teams. So... Um, they got a tough stretch coming up here from like the end of June till the all star break but um after that it's pretty outside the twins they're playing five hundred or below teams pretty much the rest of the way um so yeah, you could expect something like that i, I love what they did i've been waiting for them to turn it over i i've I told everybody I think they did it two years too late i've been waiting waiting for this I love it um they're setting it might. I shouldn't say reminds me. I was like one, but it, you know, looking back on documentaries, hearing people talk about that era, it, it very similar to like '93 when the Indians really started turning it over, and then they had that great run in the late night. I mean, they they're set up. Um, Andre Jimenez, stellar. I mean, they yeah. the Indians won that trade. It's done. I don't care what. I love Lindor. I don't have any ill will towards him, but he's. He is what he is now, and he's like a 250 hitter who might get you 20 home runs, you know, 25, 30 home runs.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, a, a solid player, an all star player, but, but for 300 mil? Yeah, for 300 and, and whatever. And Jimenez
2: million. is well
1: ahead on war right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and Jimenez, like, I, that's he's I was, 21. I was so bummed that uh, he's India's 20. been hurt because yeah. I really wanted to see Jimenez and India oh, in yeah. the Ohio Cup games because those are like. I is stacked at second base right stacked now. With at those guys, base. and then as will oh eventually moved
2: ashore. Once I, I eventually I think Rosario is probably gonna be an odd man out. Whether it's this year, or next year, I think they'll trade him. Unfortunately, I love Rosario, but I he doesn't have a spot long term. But yeah, like Owen Miller, um, you know, honestly, was holding them holding them overall back right now is kind of what you would expect with their strength a little bit is starting pitching. They're well, finally it, coming around. They've been coming around the last couple of weeks, but you could make an argument. They should probably have about three, four more wins at minimum.
0: So they I had some rough outings. I was going to bring that up. I, I, if you look based upon average, so you know, the average team being a zero mm-hmm. right now, the Indians' starting pitching is minus 2.5, yeah. which yeah. is 27th in the league to, but... to, to compare that. The Reds are seventeenth at point zero point six. Obviously have had some decent but you have you know, obviously Plus six been struggling. Uh Savali's been he's yeah rough this he's year.
2: Hopefully gonna come back soon. Um I think Bieber's finally turned the corner. He he's pitched solidly, but he quantrill has been good recently. Quantrill's, Quantrill's Quantrill. I think he's a three or four traditionally. Um you know, he's been the big stud thus Class far a. for the most part. Well, I mean Claude has been great, but I'm talking the rotation would be um Tristan McKenzie. Again, oh, at yeah. 20, I mean, yeah. that kid's got stuff. And the plus side for Indians, Guardians fans, calm down. Because they probably have the best young arm in all of minor league baseball. And Espino, Daniel Espino, who people said is one of the best pitch prospects they've seen in decades. Um, he's in double-A right now in Akron, but they think by end of the year, he'll probably make a start, be here next year. I mean, kids, throws 100 miles an hour with, they said, two-plus breaking balls and potentially a plus... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Change up. So I mean, they're they're right there. Like you said Klaus, they locked up Claus, they locked up uh Straw who's struggling offensively but defensively stellar. I and they they there's there's about 5 more guys right now ready to come up. That's what I'm saying, man. So they're going to be cycling through this year. They're going to be up and down, but it's unbelievable and I think they're set up to where They're figuring out what they have now. This is the plan. As Anthony said, we're going to find out what we have. And then next year, we'll spend some money to fill in those holes. And that's where they're at. And I think there's no reason next year they they probably are not competing, at least for like a pennant. I'm dead serious. And I mean, you you look. Something's got to go right.
1: Yeah.
0: You I mean you look at you know across the diamond obviously first base they're trying to figure out you know I think Josh Naylor Josh you going to settle uh, that in yeah obviously he's still recovering right uh Miller will probably have a place somewhere i think second and then like uh I mean, Myles Straw has been really good this year. Hasn't hit quite as well as you expect, he's but been, defensively he's been good. He's been up and down, but I think yeah. he'll
2: by the end of the year he'll be so, where, yeah. So,
0: I mean, outfield you have, you know, you have Straw, you have Quan, who's been very good. And I think Gonzalez
2: potentially.
0: Gonzalez, or you're giving Mercado a chance. I think this is a great year where you have about, you know, you have...
2: Mercado, almost- I will say this, he's, he's your fourth guy. He's a fourth outfielder. He's not going to hit quite enough daily but that's what i mean, but you, I mean yeah. you have
0: he's got a little pop you have two there. guys in almost every position you know compa- like you look yeah. at a lot of these i mean first base you have two guys that basically have the same amount of appetite. don't forget about nolan and, jones their number one prospect yeah. who's an outfielder he moved from third because obviously
2: you got josie who might win the mvp this year by the way and i think he's very much on pace to win mvp right now so you might have an mvp third baseman nolan jones is now moving to the outfield
1: but like Greg said, I mean, you got you got two guys at yeah. every position. You got all these guys waiting. I mean, I know next year. I know next year's the year. Mm-hmm. But like, look at this year. I mean, about no, now. Think, about is yeah. the time in the season where you know you start to get read those pieces on like, oh, is this team in a position to like make a run? And then what do they do with the trade deadline? They I, could. I think the guard. Maybe next year, but I think the Guardians this year. I mean, you have especially if they stay healthy. You've mm-hmm. got all of these guys at that are up there now. All of these guys waiting in the wing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about guys getting hot at the end of the summer and everything and oh, in the postseason, yeah. especially if you know that pitching. Swerving, if in. Swerving Tony's going to ride the south side to hell, <laughs> he then is, yeah, <laughs> then I, I think you could make a run this year. But, I mean, make I, a I run, would, make a yeah, run, make but, a
2: run like a divisional. No, yeah. no, definitely. De- I'm going to say is anybody who's upset about the name change who hasn't been watching what they are. So they They're make they make club. a lot they make a lot of rookie like, it's going to happen they make a lot of dumb mistakes sometimes but they are so fun every i've never seen a team where every single guy 1 through 9 doesn't matter cheap ground ball runs as hard as they can down the line. i've never seen a team, they every guy it's like a high school game right remember you, they run as hard as they can down the line they get so many extra base runners hits off that they work counts um defensively like i said it's still a bit of work in progress but and plus, it's just fun. I don't know if people remember after the sixteen team, they were so fun. They looked like they had a great time. And then they had the blow up in New York the next year in the divisional. After that, those guys look like they, they didn't look like they had any fun. I mean, yeah. it's been like four years yeah. of guys, and all these guys, they they just they love it being well, there every day. That's young guys, and it's a whole team of young guys, and they just you could tell they have big smiles on their face. They love doing it, even when they make kind of a mistake, and one of the guys will be like, "What the fuck? And They're just like. Like they they have fun, it's just fun. They're like yeah. an infectious group of people. It's and
0: I, I think you also look going back to your point about you know guys. I mean, look, I was looking at you know at bats at position and whatnot. Yeah. You look at the Reds and it's like outside of injuries, it's like yeah, Joey. You know, Joey Votto is your first. You know, you pretty much have guys in spots, but it's like you they know, Naylor, Nail, and Miller basically have the same amount of at bats at at first base. Yeah. You know. Jimenez and Miller are fairly close at second base you know you have you have Gonzalez you know you have like three guys that have played almost the same amount of right field so you have all these guys and it's one of those things where after this year you can pick the guys that you want and also if you have you know five outfielders you can be like hey let's ship a couple guys out and improve the and again, improve the bullpen. They still have other you guys have coming other guys, up. They have Yonksie's
2: yeah. Noel, who's like two years away, who is like a po- massive power hitting outfielder. I mean, they have tons of prospects.
0: And I, I st- think the, all built throughout. The this. Like, yeah, and, this and, is and one continue. of their best prospects is that they're possibly their worst offensive position, catcher. They have Bo Naylor down there. Bo
2: Naylor, if he can, you know, Josh Naylor's younger brother,
0: if he can finally. Yeah, he
2: struggled a little bit at bat. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, I mean, you have two. You have an offensive catcher coming up too, potentially. Because right now they get, and the Indians don't care. They've said that a hundred times. We don't care for our catchers. It's about handling. And don't be wrong, Hedgy and Maley, They do a great job handling the pitching staff. But my God, I'm tired of seeing 190 with you know. <laughs>
1: Four four hits.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of seeing that shit. They so. do
1: have like a magical puzzle kit right now. where They, they can just kind of cut like out. Like I what said, puzzle it goes down every level. It put it. Yeah, I mean, every they've really done they, a good they, job building up. That's what the Reds need to do. I've been saying that it's doable. It
2: took a long time. the The Indians started that. You know, they had the great '90s run, and they sold everybody off in the mid 2000s. Everybody off all these high priced guys, and all they've done is just. Acquire, acquire, acquire. And you know, and, and for a long time they couldn't I mean, Hosey's the first guy to re sign. Yeah. With right. With a yeah, big long term deal. They've never been able to do that, but yeah. they, they constantly have yeah. to trade these guys. But what you do is I mean they yeah, if the you... Guardians. People don't. I was. I think Jeff Passan said it, people don't want to deal with the Guardians slash Indians because they hose everybody in trades. They've con. They've done it for ten years. They're like we don't trust them. They know something we don't know, and it works out all the time. I and mean, like, what, what do they got for Mike Clevenger? They got seven guys for Mike Clevenger. It's insane. And and I mean, you look at like,
0: uh, I mean. Mike Clevenger <laughs> didn't have that ever a great year and he's been hurt for 2 years. I mean, Jesus. And you look at like, I mean, the years that they were going for going for it. The big trade They made, that, they would make a trade though. They but,
2: they they traded a few guys for Andrew Miller. But, but that's what I mean. They'll they, make a
0: move when they when it makes sense. But they're not making a a trade that's going to cost them for no, years to come. No. You know, they'll trade yeah. the high price guys and yeah. they'll trade a couple guys and they'll get they'll get an extra reliever that they can help them. They always get like a player they, being named get, later. People forget Michael Brantley.
2: Was it probably CC Bathia trade? Yeah, he was the player to be named later. They got him a year and a half later. That was the guy they plucked out of low A ball. Nobody knew, and the Brewers were like, "Sure, fucking take him." Obviously, what an amazing career he's had. Um, it's about, and the Indians spend about the most. One place they do spend the most on is lower level coaching and scouting.
1: Yeah, All they right. do.
2: They spend they outspend about everybody on that.
0: So, so Zach, to to kind of end this, uh, you know, right now you look at your beloved Guardians, two games I'm above impressed. above five hundred, yeah. twenty nine and twenty seven. They're three games back of the Twinkies, who have somehow played. Like, I don't buy six the Twins. Games, I never buy the
2: Twins. But I still think they're gonna what, falter.
0: What you obviously said next year's the year. Yeah. What would, what would be your here. benchmark for a successful year? Or is it even in wins and losses? Is, is there a certain, you know, if they if they go above 500 yeah. are you happy? If they win, you know, 75 games are you happy? Is is um, there a benchmark to where you're like like a, ah, I'm a little disappointed?
2: No, it, I I I think there's not a benchmark for me right now cuz I was ready for this year. This was a uh, what I called it to just let the kids play. And honestly, I'm 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 stoked with what they're already doing I'm, I'm very impressed that they're even 500 or above 500 um i got yeah i mean i guess for me at this point yeah i mean i think if you finish like 82 and 80 like i mean i'm just being honest like i think you could look at that and be like wow
0: yeah you you want them to compete if they maybe fall off at the end of the year and they finish with you know 77 or 78 so wins don't all, yeah they don't they're
2: not used to plan that it's a long yeah. year and then and with the Guardians have played the fewest games in baseball thus
0: far, so they have a ton of doubleheaders. It's gonna wear and tear. But yeah, I mean, you look at them once again compared to the Twins; they're actually tied in the loss column, but they've just played six less yeah. games. So, so a lot of a lot of a lot a of early. Winning, a winning record,
2: whether they make, and I think like Josh, I think they could make a run. But even just a win, you
0: know, a winning record, I think that's huge. So, guys, we're looking overall. Winning record would be huge. Before we end this segment, Josh, what would be sixty wins? What would be, you feel I, good? I with believe
1: you're asking. What me would this be question. What, no, sixty
0: wins? What would be a fifty-five year wins that you would like not be? Would it be not getting to hundred losses? Would that be like the not embarrassing point? Because once again, we've all dealt with embarrassing teams. I root for the Browns on a on a daily yeah. basis, which are embarrassing in every way imaginable. Well, we
2: could
1: get into yeah, tune in, <laughs> well. tune in next week, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> once again, when I thought the team couldn't disappoint me anymore, uh, hey, yeah, here yeah, we'll we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I, I would like to uh, finish in third place of the division. Huh? Um, I think that's
0: what. what would be what would be your minimum to be not disappointed?
1: Would it be third place? Third place, yes. Because because as of right now... Look, um, I
0: don't know if you know, but the Cubs have this flame-throwing <laughs> pitcher who's throwing 35-mile-an-hour meatballs <laughs> in Frank Schwindel. I think we could talk about that a little bit but That more. home run was that so was...
1: disrespectful.
0: <laughs> Man I had a family. <laughs> but see, like I understand they don't want them to throw, throw out their arms, but like at least you're throwing that's like bad, sixty Come miles on. an hour. Like that was legit. That like, was a bad. Low, that was like coach pitch. Long Honestly, top. that
2: was the what was that the slowest pitch ever to be hit yes. for a home run? Yeah. I mean that's actually impressive. The strength that actually because right. you know think normally like if one of us connected, think about it. If one of us scrawny ass motherfuckers connected with like an enrolled Chapman fastball, like just got lucky, we could hit it out. But the fact that he hit a thirty-five mile an hour out, like that—that's some real strength. No, because there. That, that's what that's I some mean. Daddy's right? If, yeah. If you—if if you one of us hit thirty-five, miles, there would be like a, a yeah. Light yeah, pop you, up down there, yeah, yeah, a little blue. Yeah,
0: if one of us flipped hundred and four, once again, the hundred and four would be doing a bunch of work and it would be one in a no, million. No, but then if we got
2: lucky and just Yeah, that's what if I mean. We it would be It would all be, all be one in a Coming million. from the pitch normally. So Yeah. Still but impressive.
0: 35 miles an hour like <laughs> I'd be happy to get it out of the infield, yeah. honestly. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I I I think third place I, I, as of right now because I don't think the Cubs are in a position to be getting any better anytime soon. I think the Pirates are... If only we
0: had money in Chicago. <laughs> Am I, right? uh, I know, right? Too bad no one's a Cubs fan.
1: I think the Pirates
0: <laughs> are... Uh, maybe if only they charged people like 300 bucks a night to stay at the hotel across the street that the owners of the team own. Maybe maybe in that case. That's pretty
1: low, Maybe mister. if we
0: weren't DFAing Clint Frazier to give Jason <laughs> Hayward at bats. That's
1: I digress. Also, that's also pretty low, oh, That is very <laughs> But, no, I I think the Pirates are playing a little above themselves right now, too. I think the Reds are starting to get better, and I think they need to put one more run together, and they need to get healthy. But I think there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to at least get third place, no matter how far off it Both is Both Central it. Divisions suck yeah. outside of a couple teams. I, I'm Let's saying be if, real. Third place yeah. is, if third place is... Three, um, five, seven games back, or it's 12, 15, no, I 27. No, you're games just saying back. third. I get third yeah. I yeah. I think you I should think be able, the able Reds, to overcome your
2: division. The Reds need to. Again, bring up – bring what, what, what do you got? I don't know. Bring up some prospects. What do you got?
0: What do you got? No, what, do you got? what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? And even double-A guys. No. Nope.
1: They the don't double. have
0: them. They're all single-A guys. I forgot the Dragons Here's for what the I'm worried now. About. I Shit. Mean, I mean, Greg,
1: Greg and I just had a, uh, an, old, an old classmate, old friend of ours, uh, just got signed to a minor league deal to the Reds, uh, TJ Zoic, who his last appearance in the majors, I'll always find ironic – that he uh was pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays, walked Jay Bruce, uh and then was taken out of the game. Bruce retires like two weeks later and he hasn't been back to the major since. Got traded to the Cardinals. Cardinals just released Oh well, well
0: yeah so he had a he had a no hitter late last year. I forget yeah, if it was for, for uh, Buffalo or for Memphis. It was Memphis, yeah. So, uh started this year with Memphis, has had like a cool eleven ERA through the first month of the season. Uh, didn't pitch, then got DFA'd. So we're hoping for the best. Yeah, and it's, I'm mean, not knocking TJ and everything, but any, I'm worried we might see him soon in uniform. Hey, couldn't be any worse than Reaver San Martin. Thank you so much for rocking with us again on another edition of 30 Rack of Sports. We're excited to be back. We're excited to get these takes off our chest. I've been having some heartburn, you know, trying to keep these takes all bottled up. I know Zach's wife is happy to hear him not have to yell at her and instead yell these exact- takes out into the world. Can't handle me. Uh, we'll be bringing a whole lot more content to you on the podcast and on our social media at 30 Rack of Sports. So look for all of it there at 30 Rack of Sports, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on wherever you get your podcast. We'll be dropping new episodes, so be ready for those fired takes. Guys, we may have changed a lot about our episodes, but we still always want to end on a good note. So we're going to end with a toast, a cheers. Josh, who are you cheersing on this uh, fine week that is not super stormy and knocked out the internet?
1: I am giving a cheers. Cheers. To Rory McElroy, who it. just won the RBC Canadian Open. There's no way you were...
2: I... All right, everybody time out.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I literally just came up with that on the spot. I'm sorry. No, I got uh, another one. No, because, I mean, Rory uh, came out, uh, defended his title, actually, at the RBC Canadian Open, and uh, on the PGA... Professional Golfers Association yes. Tour. Yes, exactly. That's uh, what I was going to shout him out for. Which is the premier golf yeah. platform... It is the premier golf platform. He
2: didn't take blood money, so exactly. let's move on.
1: And uh <laughs> he's been staunchly against blood money and to see him win and yeah. I mean a fantastic group. Uh, a f- fantastic last round. That final oh, group yeah. was they shot like a 62, 64, 65. It was crazy. Like, it was crazy. crazy. And
0: Tony Finau hit like a 40-foot yeah. putt yeah. to like yeah. put the pressure on at the end there, I mean, so. It was oh, great yeah. golf. It was So shout out to Rory. Northern uh, Ireland's uh, finest. The other Northern Ireland's finest, Bram McDowell, maybe in a different tour right now. Piece of shit. But. Uh, Zach, who are you cheersing? I mean, now that kidding. you can't cheers, Rory McIlroy. I'm going to shoot out Rory real quick because
2: I agree with the win, but I was actually going to shout him out for uh, the way he called out everybody oh, yeah. doing that. I loved that, but in a respectful way. As if you two, which I know you would, you bloodthirsty motherfuckers, would like leave me for like millions of dollars from a murderer. In a heartbeat, but he did it in a very professional way.
0: It's a private investment uh, fund. It's very different.
2: <laughs> I like the way he did that, but uh, yeah, I guess I, you know I'll shout <laughs> out. Um, I'll shout out Jose Jose Ramirez uh, again. I think we kind of did this right before we took a break, but him signing with Cleveland, the season he's had, unbelievable, on his way to um, an MVP season in my opinion. It's half, we're not even halfway, but uh, you know he's leaves he, the league right behind p is right behind me he leads the league and rbis 293 average uh just short of 20 home runs uh having an incredible year so i'll shout out i shout out Josie, cleveland's own
0: uh cleveland's own not only showing out with his contract but showing out with his play in the mvp conversation exactly. but, i mean one of the best players in baseball i, I think you I made the doubt. argument right now yeah, I mean, definitely one of the, not the best. I think you can make an argument. Yeah, uh, Guys, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path. Not something that, that s- happened super recently, but, um, you know, this afternoon, uh, Daniel Skillings, four-star recruit, arrived on campus to the entire UC basketball team. Now on campus, I just want to give a shout-out to Wes Miller and the staff. Uh, you know, last year, roughly around this time, uh, certain other coaches, John Brandon fired a uh, lot of up and downs around this, you know, program, obviously Tari Easton leaving could go to the Cavs at 14. I mean, you know, potential yeah. lottery pick, yeah. if not, will be, you know, just after the lottery. Um, so kind of a down area, but then, you know, West Miller has built, got some great players through the transfer portal, some great recruits coming. I know uh former walk on Alex Meacham you know, who's very connected to the UC program, was was raving about everybody that he saw, uh, you know, in the uniform practicing. Then also, you know, I know it was while we were off, uh, top 50 recruit, to give you an idea, right around where J- Brownie James is on the recruitment list. Uh, Ravion Griffith, uh, out of Taft High School, keeping the local guys home, keeping him home, also potentially on the short list for top 10 recruit for the 2023 class as you move into the big 12 isaiah collier so just shout out to wes miller building this program back stabilizing i it. mean yeah you know yep. i i know you know we all have things we care about as far as sports you know right behind the browns is uc basketball to me yep. uh you know i i was apoplectic when they when i saw them playing like garbage the end at the end you know two years ago so it's exciting to see them kind of move into an area where, you know when they move into the Big 12 in football, they'll be competitive, but I really think they have a chance to be a solid it's team. A
2: basketball school.
0: In the, in the Big 12. And I
2: thought what Roy Williams, sorry, real quick, I thought what Roy Williams said, because Miller played for Williams, and rumor was he wanted, a lot of people wanted, Sean Miller to be, not Sean Miller, sorry. West Miller. Wes Miller. Miller to be the head coach in North Carolina.
0: You yeah. see got a oh, steal. Yeah. yeah. He got they got a steal, and he's building it up. So that's yeah, exciting. He's, he's not the garbage miller over there. Oh no, again. no
2: yeah. I know. I, I, so, I caught myself as soon as I said that. I was like, nope, that's not right. So
0: shout out to Rory, shout out to J RAM, shout out to Wes Miller, and shout out to all of our listeners back with us. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Thirty Racket Sports. We'll be back very soon for Josh on the ones and twos. Shout out Mad Cat Bruco. For Zach, on the opinions, good, bad, or otherwise, see ya. I'm Greg. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of 30 Racket Sports. Don't slap people over fantasy football. Peace.